Are you feeling a little bit of those woulda, coulda, shouldas, and some regret? Then this episode is for you. You're listening to the Dynamic Women Podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. Hello, lovely Dynamic Women, and welcome to the Dynamic Women podcast. I am Diane Ralston, your host, and today I have a colleague, I have a friend, I have an amazing woman to speak to you today all about how to feel regret-free one thanks at a time. Please welcome I.J. McIntyre. Hi, I.J. Hi, Diane. <laughs> hi, hi. And so when people, I've mentioned a colleague, and so just to give some context that we're both part of CAPS, Canadian Association of Professional Speakers. And so I'm so um, blessed to be surrounded by such amazing speakers and coaches and trainers and to bring you in on this kind of legacy project that you have is just so amazing. So let me tell the audience a little bit more about you, and then we'll dive into some questions. IJ, short for Ida Jean McIntyre, is the Grateful Way woman. She is the author of The Grateful Way, a short, sweet, inspirational memoir and how-to self-care book based on the remarkable way her mom faced adversities and embraced adventures. Her TEDx talk, Feel Regret-Free with Gratitude, reveals the power of writing gratitude letters to deal and heal and feel free from regrets. I love how you wrote that. (laughs) Along the way, IJ discovered the power of expressing gratitude, and she'll share true stories and touch on scientific studies to show us how we can feel regret-free one thanks at a time or one THX at a time. So cool. I love it. I have your book. It was one of, I, I read it just like cozied up on the couch. Yes. I, I, it was so, it was so sweet. And so tell us, tell us about this remarkable way that your mom faced adversities and embraced adventures. Mm, thanks Diane. Thanks for inviting me to be here to mm-hmm. talk about gratitude and how it can make a huge difference in each and every one of our lives, if we just take a little time to highlight the positive and express gratitude. My mom was a remarkable woman. Mm-hmm. She faced more adversities than her fair share. My dad, the love of her life, was dying of cancer. It was Christmas Day. Our house on the farm burned down. Her youngest son, my brother, died of a heart attack unexpectedly when he was only 37. She woke up in an Arizona hospital after having suffered a stroke and ended up with a lasting speech impairment. But she was always able to continue to be a glass half full optimist. Yeah. And for the longest time, I wondered how, how (laughs) did she do that? I put my finger on it finally that she lived gratefully, no matter what. So she would stare adversity in the face and she would 
find something to be thankful for. She would highlight a tiny little positive upside that came out of those tragedies and then hold on to it and get strength and comfort and courage to go forward. She also made all of the opportunities and adventures in her life even better because she was always grateful or thankful for those opportunities. She appreciated being able to start painting when she was in her 60s because her snowbird Mm. friends in Arizona, after she remarried and had a whole second life, which was wonderful, they encouraged her to just try. And away she went, discovered she was an artist. Uh, The two of us got to go on a trip to Europe when I was in my 20s and she was in her 60s. And I still think about that because I'm now in my 60s. (laughs) And I, you know, I had to keep up to her. Wow. Because she just, she always said yes. She said yes to the frog's legs in France and the haggis in Scotland and the curling up like a pretzel backwards to kiss the Blarney Stone and all (laughs) those kinds of things. And, and just appreciated that she had that opportunity. Yeah. She also posed when she was in her 80s in three calendars. Because by that time, she decided she'd live in a retirement residence in Calgary, where I was at the time. Yeah. And they decided to do a fundraising, did a calendar, like calendar girls. And, and again, she was just always able to embrace it, grab onto it, and enjoy it. Because she was always so thankful and appreciative. Now, she didn't practice gratitude the way we think about it now. Mm. She was born in the 20s. It was really just a natural inclination to do what she could to get through. And so for me, it was so inspirational to have someone like that in my life that I could look up to and want to be like as I am now in my 60s and 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 hopefully when I get to be in my 80s like she cheated yeah I you know find ways to to not have to look back and worry about what it could have should us yeah to feel to feel that peace to feel that serenity yes she went through so many hardships and And it's like, when you think it can't get worse, it does. Mm. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners are feeling that way uh, with everything that's going on in the world and what we've been through the past few years. I just did a class on on grit, um, the book by Angela Duckworth, Mm. and people were feeling like, I just don't have that depth of grit. And I know that in working with clients, that that regret of, I wish I didn't do that. I wish I had stepped into that. I can't believe that happened to me. It's so depleting. That regret is so depleting of energy and of hope. And Mm -hmm. so it sounds almost like that while your mom wasn't like, I'm going to write down the five things I'm grateful for. It's more like she just always looked for the silver lining. Absolutely. And so for some people, it comes naturally to them that that's just the way they are and that's how they live their life and I love that you what you're bringing here today is we need gratitude and this is how to do it Mm -hmm. and for those maybe it doesn't come so naturally for and you know even when I was doing the intro and and you were starting to share 
it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we need gratitude. Just like we need to eat, just like we need to exercise, just like we need eight glasses of water a day. And so what is it that you feel you can give as something different that's actually going to push someone off the fence of, yeah, I know I need to do it, but not actually doing it to the point of, I'm going to actually implement that. Mm. That's absolutely the best question. Because <laughs> there are so many people who, as soon as I start to talk about gratitude, there's, yeah, yeah, as you say, I know I do, I'll speak for myself. I've always felt grateful. Hmm. However, I haven't always stopped to express the gratitude. So I will think of people. And if you've watched my TEDx talk, and I think you have, I share a story from my own experience. When I was in my 40s, and I'm in Calgary, and I'm working and I pick up a magazine, a local magazine, and I rip out a page because here's my one of my childhood friends that I haven't seen since we were teenagers. She's in an ad for the local TV station. She's just been made anchor. She looks amazing. I think, oh, wow, that's so, I'm thrilled for her. I'm going to call, put it on my desk. I get busy. Sometime later, I, I'm at actually the retirement residence that my mom lives at. And, and one of those kind of weird, isn't it a small world connection kind of conversations, her name comes up. And I'm, oh, yeah, I have to call. Yeah. But I didn't. So the next time I see her picture in the newspaper, it's in her obituary. And I couldn't believe it. I was completely devastated in the moment yeah. because like, why didn't I call? What was so important in my life that I couldn't take a little time yes. to reach out yes. and to thank her for, for being my friend when we were kids and all the yeah. fun we had and to share with her like how just how wonderful I felt and how much I appreciated where she was in her life and how I would have learned had I called that she had twins and she was married and you know how did she get to be anchor all those kinds of things that you never had a chance to ask and so I personally committed to stop thinking without thanking because mm. gratitude's been described as the gift that unless you give it, you don't get the full benefit of the yeah. gift. Yeah, and we are so starved for acknowledgement, mm. right? And people are looking for ways to feel enough. That's the number one limiting belief is I am not enough. And imagine if those around you poured into you, like mm. you're saying that we can do, not we should do, mm. we have the opportunity to do it. So let's look to, you know, the title of this is, um, has the, the letters THX in, which also is thanks. And mm-hmm. so can you share a little bit about what does thanks or THX stand for? 
Mm, thanks. Thanks. Thanks <laughs> in a in a short form. So THX is exactly that. It's it's a short form for thanks. So it's an easy acronym to remember. Yeah. And the three little simple, short, doable steps. And I the beauty of gratitude is that when we express it, we get the benefits. Mm. And we can learn and we can nudge ourselves. I needed nudges myself and THX is that nudge. So T is all about just taking a little time. So taking the time, H is about highlighting the positive. And I'll loop back just to my mom and those deepest, darkest, dreadful tragedies. Do not get me wrong. That Christmas day when our house burned down and my dad was dying of cancer, she wasn't grateful in the moment (laughs) it took it took at least a month to start to begin to see the glimmer of the silver lining and she probably didn't even fully appreciate it till my dad's funeral which was in May and the reason was in January that fire inspired or motivated my parents square dance friends in Saskatchewan in the 60s to have a benefit dance for our family in the deepest, darkest, coldest winter, January night. And all my dad's and my mom's, but friends came from all across the province to be there. And he got a chance to say goodbye. So many of them came back to the funeral, but many of them would not have come until the funeral. Yeah. Yeah. Had had we not had the fire. So the little tiny highlight of the good, highlight the positive out of that really awful circumstance was that there was that opportunity for that yeah. human connection. Yeah. And then wow. the X is just a, a, a slang for the express. <laughs> yes. Express the gratitude. And And that can be any which way we want it to be. And, you know, I said before that sometimes gratitude has been described as a gift that or a present that you Mm. need to give. Some, Some of the research has even shown that if you write a gratitude letter, you personally will get the benefits, even if you don't send it. Wow. Which which is really amazing and especially because of those times like my friend I couldn't send it to her because I was too late so I needed to sit down and write that letter and and allow me to deal with my feelings of regret to start to heal from those feelings of regret and then potentially to be able to let go yeah. of those woulda, coulda, shouldas and yeah. feel less. I, I'll always have that regret, but I learned from it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and can move forward. Yeah. So. Now you did mention about your TEDx that you, you delivered just this past December in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Congrats on that. I know there's a lot of Thank preparation you. that goes into that. And it was called Feel Regret-Free with Gratitude. We'll make sure it's in the show notes so that people can click on that and watch that. Um, And you talk about these gratitude letters. And just when you were talking about it now, it made me think about how every birthday 
or Christmas or special occasion is when I take that moment to write more in a card for someone. And it, it's kind of sad that it, it, we wait until those moments to write it in there, right? And so how did you discover the power of writing gratitude letters? Is it because of your friend or where did it come from? It was, Diane, It because I experienced the regret when my friend passed away and for months after that there would be times I would wake up in a cold sweat because I'd realized that I'd taken for granted that I had all the time in the world yeah as a a woman in my 40s and I I got busy again and ended up putting it on the back burner and then when I was working on the book I was looking for not only stories about my mom's life, but then illustrations from my own experiences. How had I, along the way, kind of by osmosis, really, to begin with, learned to see the world in as positive a perspective as as I do, and to live along the same lines as my mom, gratefully, when I was collecting those stories, it was like a light bulb came on and I remembered about my friend. Yeah. And that just started up those deep feelings of regret again. And out of McGill University, I believe it is, mm-hmm. a couple of Canadian researchers discovered that 90% of us have an intense regret sometime in our life. Wow. And I'll say that that was mine for sure so far in my life. Um, the, the deal, oh, it was Concordia. I knew McGill wasn't quite right. I knew it was <laughs> right. okay, yeah. Concordia. And, and they told us that, you know, again, we will, we will have regrets. So it's what we do with them that makes yeah. the difference. Yeah, And so I learned about that. And then I learned about the Kent State research that said that students in a study there, after they wrote one gratitude letter a week for three weeks, felt happier, mm-hmm. more satisfied with their lives, and less depressed. Wow. And I thought, okay, why wouldn't I try it? Yeah. And... So I did, I sat down and I wrote not just a letter to my friend, but a letter to myself to forgive myself for not making that phone call to my friend. And my third letter was to my my one and only niece because she's been so important in my life. And I, in, in all kinds of ways, I know I say thanks and all of that, but it was worthy of... yeah not waiting till the next birthday or not waiting till Christmas or not waiting. And just because of the importance of the relationship and how grateful I am to have her in my life to sit down and write that letter, because who knows illness, accidents, you know, we can't guarantee there will be a tomorrow. Yes. And so that, was how I came to start to see the importance not only of gratitude, but specifically gratitude letters as one way, 
it's definitely not the only way. Yeah. But but something that the research says really works. Yeah. Well, what I'm hearing from this and listeners, I hope you're catching all these golden nuggets that IJ is saying. And so it's not just for our own benefit to do this, but it, you know, it's going to take care of the, de- the depression, the anxiety, the, just that deep feeling of, of loss of like, I didn't do this. Ah, and those, those cycles that we can go through in our heads. I know that that happens a lot for my clients. So it's not just for that, but think of the legacy you can give to your children because of what your mom did for you. So if you're not a naturally like look on the bright side kind of person, and I I feel like I am, and that maybe annoys people sometimes, (laughs) but I'm always looking for the positive in everything because I don't want to dwell on the negative, but when things get hard, it's not maybe naturally where we go. And so this is something that you can do to generationally change your family right? Mm. To help others around you to get over it. I I talk often about let's change the conversations we have from wine and wine fests to what's a success you've had this week. And I want to add in one of your questions of what, what are you grateful for? Who are you grateful for? And then like, maybe it sounds silly, but we can have like gratitude letter writing parties, (laughs) right? That could be something new. Yeah. Because let's make it easy and let's make it fun and let's make it rewarding. Yeah. And absolutely the benefits are there for us. The benefits multiply when we express it, when we send those letters, when we make those calls, when we, um, again, Martin Seligman did a study with his students and they had a gratitude night where they all wrote letters, they invited the people that they wrote the letters to, then one-on-one they read those letters out loud to the recipients. Oh, I love and, it. And the longest lasting, most uplifting impact was from those individuals who'd actually shared it yeah. verbally and then gifted a copy of the letter. So uh, get, talk about legacy and talk about yes. that, that transfer of the positive and the hope and the, and the, and it's all about like, who's been making a difference in your life yeah and how can we acknowledge that and how can that build us up, build them up, build our communities, build our world up exactly. one thanks at a time. For sure. For sure. Now for anyone out there, that's like, write a letter. First of all, just say, get over yourself. And uh, if you want an easier way to do it, you voice record and you transcribe or you do um, voice to text, and then you put it in a word document and you print it out. Like, there you go. You've got solutions for everything, but you have a gift for my audience. And this is so generous where you give more than just one way. So it is the, um, the grateful way contemplation and commitment companion mini book. And we'll get to your actual book in a moment, but you are giving us 10 different ways, right? 10 different ways that we can share gratitude and be grateful. So maybe talk a little bit more about the mini book uh, and then I'll tell our listeners how they can get it. Absolutely. So what it is, is in the book, The Grateful Way, at the end of each chapter, all 10 chapters, what I do is I 
invite the reader to mm. contemplate and potentially commit in their own way something that would work for them. Yeah. And the different kinds of examples or prompts are, you know, to actually just say thank you. It absolutely a verbal thank you. Yeah. Sincere, genuine. Yeah. Absolutely. It works to call, make that call. If I'd made that call, yeah. <laughs> um, that would have just had taken me down a different road. Um, at, and in fact, one of the fellows who watched my TEDx said he has, he's not going to write letters, but he reached out to a friend he hadn't spoken to in 13 years. That's all, that's all that um, the power of gratitude can do. Yes. Yeah. And there are ways as well to suggest about the visit. The visit is essentially writing the letter or writing the note, sitting down and, and even over Zoom or over the phone if that's better or face-to-face -face cup of coffee, glass of wine, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and share. And, and my niece, when I read my letter out loud to her over Zoom because it was in the middle of COVID, yeah, I realized after when I popped the letter in the mail to her ahead of time and said, you know, I texted her and said, don't open it till we zoom. I should have popped a little package of Kleenex in it Aww. as well. Because the two of us, well, my whole family, but you know, as soon as you start to be um, real with each other, yes, the, the yep. tears of joy and tears of happiness. And so, so my next letters have had little packages tissues? of cleaning. You know what? The tissues in them. It would be amazing to have a, an actual, like a hanky. Yes. Right? Yes. That says, that says I'm grateful for you. Yeah. Um, that oh, every time, idea. every time they use it, right. Yes. They're going to not just remember that you're grateful for them, but the experience they had, like it's, this is just, now I'm all excited. Cause it's like, yes. you could take someone out for dinner and be like, I want to take you out for dinner and then pass them the letter. Right. Yes. It oh yes. Be, it could be a, a moment um, a whole, a whole night, like you were saying about that event where people invited, it could be mm -hmm. a, a simple moment between two people um, in person and to honor them with a meal and, and break bread together. That, that idea is yeah. awesome. Okay. So yes. if you want a copy and not if, because you want a copy of, of this gift that IJ has brought, it will be in the show notes, the link to directly download it. And I have to say, cause most of the time you think, well, if I'm downloading it, I have to give my email. Now, this is a legacy that IJ wants to give. I want to just let you know a little bit about her background. She has 20 years of combined experience of public service in Saskatchewan and corporate human resources in Calgary. And she started her own company to specialize in facilitating life planning workshops for boomers getting ready to retire. Now, that's her career. But this is what she's doing because she's so passionate about it. And so it is just a direct download. You don't have to um, give any email or any information. However, I encourage you to also click the link and go to the Grateful Way rep website so that you can get your copy of IJ's book because the stories are really powerful, really inspiring. And if you, I see this as like a 10 week program, read a chapter, get the accompanying mini book, 
go through it and actually implement. Don't think that you're going to just sit and read this book over the weekend. Really like take your time with it and treat it like a program or a course. Because um, I know for me, I'm such a doer that I, I, I even bought a gratitude book where I'm supposed to like write stuff in. I say supposed to because I haven't really been doing it. But this, I think, has that piece of you're going to be inspired. You're going to feel moved emotionally. And then you have one thing to implement, one of those 10 things. So anyway, from my coaching curriculum development background, this is how I encourage everyone to consume. And when you get the book from IJ's site, um, reach out to her and ask for an autographed copy so that, yeah, you get it directly from the author. It's an amazing way to do that. Well, okay, let's sum this up. I'm going to get you to sum up what are the benefits of expressing gratitude. I think we've kind of pieced them together, but let's get kind of a, a really good list here. And then I'm going to ask you a final question of, of anything else you want to leave our listeners with. Okay, Diane. So the upside of expressing gratitude, our brain releases dopamine, endorphins, oxytocin, serotonin, all those happy wow. hormones. So from a physical hormonal impact, number one, it, that just is uh, so powerful. Mm. Then emotional, mental health benefits. It enhances our relationships, strengthens them. It allows us to get a better night's sleep. Oh, it's been good. proven. <laughs> Um, and so one of our CAPS uh, colleagues in Ontario, I don't know if you know Lori Flasco, but we uh -huh. uh, roomed together at convention and she reminded me when I was starting this project, how she counts her blessings, not mm -hmm. sheep, when she's trying to get to sleep. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Uh, which is another one of the 10 ways to express gratitude is to count your blessings or count nice. your gratitudes, those kinds of things. We have, there's research that shows that, again, we grateful, people who live gratefully have enhanced well-being and life satisfaction. Yeah. They don't feel deprived. We don't feel as deprived. Yeah. We tend to appreciate the simple pleasures more. We tend to take less for granted and we appreciate others' contributions to our well-being and acknowledge and recognize that by just taking a little bit of time and yeah. I'm not saying it's one size fits all and I'm not saying that this is new. I'm just nudging anyone who's already practicing to do something new and different Add to your add to your gratitude repertoire if it's something you haven't been making time for to just take a little time and do what feels right. Doesn't have to be every day. Doesn't have to be yeah. you know any. It's all about what works for you. Yeah. But I promise it will make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. As you said, you've you grew up with it in your life to see how your mom was able to live through everything that she did with such a positive spirit. Mm -hmm. And that's also probably what helped her to have that second chapter in her life because she didn't kind of write herself off. She was like, there's gotta be more for me. And it's another, another love in my life. Mm -hmm. So I, I love what you're doing with this IJ. I really, all listeners out there, I really encourage you to not make gratitude a solo activity. Mm -hmm. 
to have it involve others. I think that's taking it to, so if we were looking at like, what's the next level of gratitude? <laughs> what's the future of gratitude? It is bringing others into it and expressing to others in some way, one of the 10 ways. I really see that as um, how you can almost like 10X your gratitude for yourself, but also for others. Just think for a moment, you know, a couple people around you right now who are struggling, mm. who could use a little lift up, who it might, it might even just be a little gratitude text to them um, until you can get in that place to do the letter. Just it's free. It's free, right? It's yes. free. And free. what a cool activity to do with friends and family as well. Yes. Love it. Uh, free, relatively simple, as simple as you want it to be, almost instant benefit. Yeah. For you and for the recipient. Absolutely. Love and I, I love your idea of gratitude letter parties. I have had a few, and I'm looking forward to more uh, book clubs that are taking the book ah. and, and working through it in a way that works for them. Yes, um, absolutely. And, and about, you know, as you say, not just keeping it to ourselves, but telling the world, especially right now, when the world is really in a bit of a vortex, yeah. that yeah. any light we can shine on the good that's going on, that helps ease um, the sorrow that so many people are feeling as well. Yes, for sure. I love it. I love it. So much, so much to go off of here. So also watch, um, watch IJ's TEDx so that you can get a little bit more into, you know, where she came from with this and hear more of the stories. Um, and if you haven't seen, uh, the cover of this it's beautiful, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, you can always catch the episodes of the dynamic women podcast on, uh, on YouTube as well. If you do want to see any of our guests that we have, you know, every other week, we always, uh, I always bring on someone who I'm seeing is inspiring or doing something that's successful or both. And I really want them to bring their, their content to you, but also their, their story. And so IJ, you know, any last, last message you want to give to the listeners today? You know, what I would leave uh, this podcast with is just my deep appreciation of you, Diane, Aww. and everything that you're doing to make this world a better place. The uh, podcast episodes that I've had a chance to listen to, mm. your inspirational, your practical in terms of doable tips that make it easy for your listeners to just take one thing and make a positive step forward in their lives, in their work, in their business, in their families. And that's just fabulous. So again, thank you for this opportunity to talk about what just speaks from um, my heart-centered face and to help me spread, spread, as I like to call it, spread the yes. love. Yes. the love of the power of gratitude. Yes. And so uh, thank you. I didn't know you were going to be speaking directly to me and your final thoughts here. <laughs> so thank you for that. And you know, the, 
uh, I'll admit it was one of our first interactions that I was like, wow, this woman's really kind and really caring and really friendly and really nice. Because when you join a new organization, as I joined CAPS, there is this, you know, some people have been there forever and there's cliques and things. And you just welcomed me in like I was your new best friend. And I was like, wow, okay, cool. And so when I found out about what you were doing, I, I definitely want to amplify that message. And so if anyone out there, if you want to help amplify IJ's message, you have a book club, um, reach out to her, you know, see, give her a platform to speak on because this can only help the world. And we need to give, given one of the big, I can't even, the, the big mics, I can't even think about a, a megaphone. megaphone. We need to give megaphones platforms um, to people who are doing good in the world. Cause there is just too much negativity that is sensationalized drives me nuts that we don't have more spotlights and shining lights on people who are doing good. So if you have a platform, please reach out to her, all our contact uh, info or best way to contact her will be in the show notes. So please do. So thank you again, IJ love what you're doing. Please keep it up because the world needs you and needs to be inspired by you and needs to implement. And yes, I'm going to take my own advice. And I'm going to go through those 10 things that you have on there. Uh, so thank you very much. And uh, listeners, if you haven't yet, please hit subscribe, share this episode with a friend of yours. Maybe you want to do this activity together and sharing this episode would be the first step in that. Write us a review if you haven't yet. And until next time, everyone stay dynamic. Bye. Thank you, Dynamic Women, for joining us today. Please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Who do you know who needs to hear our message? We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.